Good evening, everyone. As usual, my name is Adnan Shafi, and I'm going to be your host today on the third episode of Pariah Nation. Before we get into today's episode, we're going to just briefly talk about what we talked about last time. So we talked about addiction, we talked about instant gratification and how it's affecting the youth detrimentally today. So we covered things such as social media, we covered things like pornography, we covered things like alcohol consumption and how that's being done excessively in terms of the youth demographic. So today we're going to kind of shift our focus and instead we're going to focus on how the youth can make impact. So as I've stated in previous episodes, um, the youth are an integral part of society in the sense that we are basically the workforce, the ones who have the energy, the ones who have the new ideas. And although we might receive some guidance from the older generation, I am so in the belief of just sort of like pushing the youth forward and that we're the ones to actually lead change in society. The reason why I say this is, for example, in, con- in continents or contexts like Africa, for example, um, the youth account for 60% of the population. And in a lot of developing countries, there is an aging population, meaning that a lot of people are actually getting older and the capacity for them to um, innovate as much, or at least to the standard that we're doing today, as the people who are kind of changing society as it stands, might be lower. I'm not saying that old people can't start their own enterprises. I'm not saying that these other people who are perhaps in their 50s or their 60s can't actually impact in society. What I'm trying to say is that the youth are the main leaders of this change. So without further ado, I just want you guys to ask yourself a question, or at least let me frame something before I ask this question. So we live in a society where we're constantly being being given something. I'll give you an example right now. For example, you go to school every single day and use the bus, right? The bus driver is adding value to your life by taking you to school, right? A lot of us are able to speak the main language of our country. For us, it'll probably be English. And um, for some other people, it'll be a different language, right? And there's also the capacity in school to learn foreign languages, right? So you'll do that. And those people are adding value to your lives. Back home, your family is adding value to your life by criticizing you when you do something wrong, right? When you go to the supermarket, someone is adding value to your life the moment that they start to pack those things in the bags for you, right? And some people might just be like, yeah, what, what's the point that you're trying to get to, Adnan? Um, for me, it's more or less that all those people, although these people are adding value to your life and they're getting paid for it, it doesn't mean that, one, you shouldn't be grateful for it, And two, it doesn't mean that you should totally disregard that, right? Teachers get paid to do one of the most important jobs, in my opinion, right? And I'll critique education later, later, but I don't think teachers are the problem. It's the actual system of education. So getting back into it, society is putting a lot of things into us in terms of knowledge. It's giving us feedback. For some of us, it's just the fact that our parents are being, our parents are able to actually sponsor us to come to school, right? Things like that. And you have to ask yourself, at your specific age, what have you done to give back to society? Are you giving your society more than it's giving you? Or is it the other way around? And here's the main problem that I think we have in society. is that we, as a youth, are not giving the society as much as it's giving us. So if you have continents like Africa where you have 60% of your youth that are not necessarily 
no i'm not saying not everyone like um everyone is in this situation where they're not giving back right and i'm not saying that it's also like that these are bad people and they're doing it out of spite right what i'm trying to say is that if you have a situation in in africa where you have 60% of your youth and they're not putting anything or they're putting very little into society then what you're going to get is a society that's declining right or a society that is lacking that innovation right so i'm essentially prompting you to answer that question in the affirmative so that one day you can actually say that okay you know what i've realized my privilege in society and i'm going to use my privilege in order to uplift others who don't have that privilege and people are kind of just there like yeah i mean adnan you know i'm in school at the moment i don't really have time for that and like i respect that but especially when you're in university or even when you're just in high school even if you're doing a levels right i am inclined to believe that you have some level of time to do something small and that small thing can actually contribute to society in a big way so what do i mean by this the first thing that i mean is that if you're in a position of privilege and for people this is in different things some people are financially stable some people can speak seven languages some people have the capacity to do well in math to do well in english all of these different subjects that people argue are the core subjects here right so how do you use your privilege to help others who don't have that privilege you need to look at the skills that you have and be able to say actually you know what i'm going to use this privilege to help someone else so by this i mean whether you're doing tutoring whether your gift is speaking and you want to actually share a, a very important message why don't you start a youtube channel why don't you start a podcast why don't you start something that allows you to empower your voice but not just empower your voice on its own but to empower the people around you so i mean if you have a gift or if you have a skill that you're able to teach others then i would argue that for society to move forward we need to have more of an exchange of that rather than just focusing on ourselves so where does this focus on ourselves actually come from right um and i'm about to go on a huge tangent on a critique of the educational system so one thing about the educational system is that we find four different things that are affecting us here so school is increasingly academic right so this means that most people are just going to be focusing on books and purely books i've literally heard the phrase where like if you guys are not doing in- well in school then you're probably not going to have a life and is that true in some cases probably not in most cases actually not because the amount of people who are actually unemployed despite the fact that they've graduated is a crazy amount and that amount is always just rising it's always rising so i just urge you guys to to start thinking beyond school and actually start thinking what can i do to be able to uh, help my society the second thing is school is taking away so many entrepreneurial opportunities for students like i'm going to speak for my old high school right um the one uh before the african leadership academy of course right i'm going to speak about that high school and you are you're not even allowed to sell things like lollipops in school right and this just creates the idea for me it's a very sad situation where someone is not gifted in school let's say math or english is not their forte and you're forcing them into that world right without even allowing them the opportunity to do something like sell a simple lollipop because and i quote it'll be too much for us to regulate some people might have it unfair like this is actually how the real world works so why are you, why are you letting us study business in the classroom but you're not allowing us to practice it in our everyday lives this is the one thing that i really don't like about the conventional system of education is it's so much theory 
and often it's very little practice unless you're doing a science for example right then the third thing is in terms of education there are very few life skills that are taught to us in the educational system right and we're kind of just built to become employees rather than citizens of our own countries so it really breaks my heart to be able to see that and thank you to whoever's listening in someone just tuned into the show if you quickly make an account you can be able to engage with me and of course ask any questions i don't want to be talking at you i want to be talking with you so obviously if you can just go ahead create an account comment down below any comments any disagreements any agreements that you have i'll be more than happy to answer to them um throughout the course of the podcast then the fourth thing just getting back to the show um is the lack of self leadership i feel like honestly a lot of the self leadership that you learn in life comes from outside of school compared to in school because in school you're told that these are the bounds that you work within it's like you go to school at 8 o'clock and you finish at 3 o'clock then after that is probably clubs or whatever societies this and that then you have practice at this time you live a very structured life and my problem isn't with the structure it's about how the structure is created right so altogether you get this structure that's made by other people for you so you don't have to think about it right even when it comes to studying especially boarding schools the idea of prep i'm against the idea of prep because although it might um it might force people to study at certain times people don't have the freedom to decide that so how does this relate to the youth giving back to society in any way shape or form i feel like when you go to school it creates this delayed responsibility because the whole idea of school if you follow it all the way from kindergarten to let's say a postgraduate degree is for you to become an employee the reason why i say this is because you're told that this is the information that you have and you're given the problems right and you're told this is how to solve the problem right because of that a lot of people usually don't venture beyond that it's like okay so what's the method what's the answer right while if you're actually a citizen who's active in society and is constantly giving back the problems are all around you you just don't see them then you train your brain to actually decide that okay hey this actually a solution to it and this is where entrepreneurship comes from right so school is really depriving us from that and um i think that just going back to the academic nature of school it's like a lot of parents push us to be doing well in school to go and get that degree but as we've seen the use of a degree is actually decreasing not in all disciplines i must respect that when it comes to professions such as law medicine you can't really say that you can go and become a a doctor um if you don't have a, a medical degree right and you can't really say that you can be a lawyer right but when it comes to certain things in in the real world a lot of people nowadays are just looking for skills for people who are going to IT and they're studying in university right now i'm not saying that you that um you're making a, a huge mistake what i'm trying to say is be just be cognizant right what you're learning in class is probably going to be outdated in the next 3 years or so so you're not making a mistake you're getting a good foundation right but you also have to kind of participate in the actual real world mechanics of how it works because best believe when you leave university and you don't know what the hell blockchain is then you're going to be unemployed right and it's an unfortunate thing it's like a lot of people think that you need a degree to be employed and that unfortunately as we've seen in the past maybe 10 20 years is something that's changing in society right then we move on to the second one 
right? So what what do we do when we can't find a job, right? I feel like the world is moving more toward towards skills based entrepreneurship. And what do I mean by this? And listen clearly if you if if you're listening up, just listen very clearly to what I'm about to say. Is that a lot of people think that the only valuable skills that we have are the ones that we learn in school. And that is absolute nonsense. If you have a skill, whether that's crocheting, whether that's football, whether that's um making music or something, you can potentially add value to someone's life in a way that you're actually getting income below the age of 18. You could be jobless right at one point, but you're acting as a freelancer. I see this with photography. A lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, don't become a photographer or whatever." People underestimate the value of building businesses and using their skills to add value to other people's lives. That's literally what business is about. I don't think business is about making profit all of the time. I believe profit is supposed to be using to be used to build your company so you can add more value to your customers than you're already doing at the moment, right? So, if you guys have a skill, um you should probably hop on the app Fiverr, right? This is actually not a paid promotion. It's just something I stumbled across the other day is that on Fiverr you're allowed to actually auction off your skills, whether it's photography, whether it's animating videos, and people can actually pay you for that. So someone can just come and tell me that oh yeah you're not going to get a degree and therefore you're not going to be happy in life and you're just going to be homeless and you're not going to have a job and you're going to have a terrible life but that's actually not the case so people need to stop painting entrepreneurship as the path that's only trodden by a few right do it if it's for you i'm not saying if you want to become a researcher go for it if that's what you love go for it but people should stop painting entrepreneurship and um of course all of these outside uh, things that you do outside of school as things that are wrong i'm not saying don't do well in school as well cuz sometimes it does help to have a degree in the sense that i think that learning actually helps you learn um different perspectives it introduces you to, it introduces you to arguments um it helps you explain the world better and look at the world more differently and therefore education as it stands is useless but you should highly consider starting your own business or at least giving back to society in one shape or another form right that's one of the best ways that you can actually give back to your society right because entrepreneurship is not just about making money right you can have social entrepreneurship if you see that there's an issue with teens committing suicide you could actually start for example a poetry competition where people submit you know the the poems about mental health and you start getting you just start soft like that right you just start small sorry not soft you just start small and um from there you start building it up and building it up and building it up and there you have it if all of the youth was doing this then i argue that the government wouldn't even have such a prevalent role in society so while you're there crying about your government while you're there crying about your boss perhaps while you're there crying about the fact that you're stuck in class for all of this amount of time and you really hate the courses like what are you doing outside of your class time that actually makes you happy but at the same time allows you to impact your society right i think the more we start to think about education in that scheme of things then we'll be able to actually give back to society better then i have another theory that i just want to pose and put forward here perhaps is that um for you to be able to give back to society you have to be in a viable position to give and what do i mean by this I mean that for you to give back to give back to society you have to do it through a process where you're not really expecting something back 
right? Unless, of course, you're you're running a profit business, right? Where you'd be exchanging money for your goods or for your value, right? But it's not like you're you shouldn't be placing the money at the top, right? Um, and you need to learn a lot of life skills, right, for you to be able to give back to society. You need to understand the demographic. It's like a lot of entrepreneurship is actually people understanding what the problem is and not just imposing a solution on different people. So this is where life skills comes into play, I suppose. So school teaches us, school teaches us a lot of academics, right? So we were kind of left in this academic bubble where the only thing we know is really like math equations. We probably know academics. We know about history and everything. But we're never told how to pay our taxes, right? We're never told about, for most of us, like modern day politics. It's not really a conversation in class. We don't really talk about mental health in school and all of these different things. So what happens is that you come out of school and you're totally divorced. You've been divorced from society since the age of probably five or six or even seven, right? Because you think that school is this magical bubble that is just going to keep you safe and that's the way the world actually works, right? So it's dangerous that this is happening in educational institutions because you're going to get people that come out and they're literally just a product of that bubble. And then before you know it, the only bubble is that work, uh, going to work, coming back home, going to the shops. So a lot of people... I don't blame them for not just caring about themselves, right? They might care about politics once in a while or care about what's happening with their neighbors, you know, but they will never actually delve deep into it because you've been taught that way since you were a child. So no one actually expects you to do anything because you are taught that the only way that you can impact society is through your job. And don't get me wrong, like some people need to put food on the table and that means sometimes you might have to work a job that you don't like i respect that totally right but if you honestly have a passion for something and it has a way of being able to give back to society i honestly believe that you should be able to follow that because society is giving us a lot and we in turn need to actually find a way to give that back so now we're going to move into the second last part of the podcast right and we're going to talk about self-leadership, right? So, and the lack thereof in um, in a university and also just school. So you go into school, as usual, they set up the schedule for you. A lot of the thinking is done for you. And I feel like there's just a lack of self-leadership because the teacher's the one leading the class, right? And when it comes to discussions, the only exception I've seen here is probably the IB system, the Harkness model where they have students around the table discussing everything. It's like you feel like it's a teacher-led discussion and you feel like you're kind of subordinated to them. And what happens is that the same thing happens in the work environment. You feel as if the only path is the one that your boss sets out for you. At the same time, the only path for you to succeed is the one that school gives you. So for most people, this is a degree, getting a master's, getting a steady job, and then just living life in that atmosphere. If that's what you want to do, then by all means, go for it. If you're comfortable in that 9 to 5 environment and you're someone who likes that, there needs to be a balance in society because you need people like that, right? But I'm sick and tired of that narrative of you're able to create your own path or you're able to be your own person at such a young age. It's downplayed by academic institutions, People often don't think about that. So what, I mean, I've 
I've been a heavy critique of the educational system, right? So what am I actually encouraging the educational system to do, right? So I think that education needs to change drastically in the sense that we need to empower people through entrepreneurship. That's one of the things that I've really learned because it stimulates our creativity. It puts us into the into the frame of mind that we have to do more than just care about ourselves, right? You become a problem solver. And this can even help with other academic classes, right? We need to ingrain into idea ingrain the idea of um giving back to society into education, right? So we need to put these into our classes and help students realize that you're not just in a bubble, you're living in a world, right? And school is just a small little snapshot of this world. So what are you going to do with that opportunity, right? People say the world is your oyster and literally that's the end. Like we never teach our children to execute. We don't teach teams how to execute, right? So they they have the idea that they they go home from school and that's the end of school. It's like, let me just pop on some Netflix and that's going to be my whole evening. It's not a bad thing to watch Netflix, right? It's not a bad thing to chill out. But when that becomes the only thing that you're doing after school or during the summer, then I I'd like to argue that you're not doing as much as you can to give back to your society, right? I mean, obviously you'd like to be entertained, right? But how can you combine your love of let's say music to tell a story and share that with society and adds add value to someone else's life something like that is the the sort of thing that i'm talking about right we need to teach people life skills i mean we need to tell them stories of what the world outside of school is like right so we need to broaden our perspective from 1 plus 1 is equal to 2 because in the real world that's often not how it works and if you see the world that way you're probably going to end up being less creative and in many frames of mind you're not going to be the ones who who are pushing society forward you end up seeing a stagnation right so you can teach business in school but why not have it like btech where you can actually start your own business in your second year right you have all of these dynamics that are going on that are preventing kids from actually seeing the world outside of that right then we need to build self leadership and some people might call this controversial but i believe it's it's honestly the way the world works self leadership fuels organizations it fuels governments self leadership is one of the most important things that we can do in society today just in terms of ourselves right so what does this include i feel like i left school and i had no scope or or idea of what my values were it was only until i went to my previous school where i actually managed to write down what are my values what are my goals because you get people i mean you get you get a situation whereby kids are going into school they don't know what's happening they come out of school and they just find out that they they have no goals they have no values and you end up finding that kids are lost and they're at war with themselves because they don't know what what to do and therefore that also prov- like prevents them from giving back to society because they figure out you know what i'm actually hurt too so if anyone needs help it's probably me right So if you need to work on yourself, right? We need to ingrain self-leadership in in school. Like r- help people realize who they are, find their true identity in that school setting and help them build their own schedules, help them build their own world and don't let like school just do that. Like tell someone that, yeah, sure, you know what you guys, 
attendance to class is optional, but here's the value that it could add to your life, right? And I would like to see that test actually happening because the exams are going to come up and if someone fails, that's on them, right? And we make it seem as if if someone fails in school, they're an idiot, right? They, they're going nowhere in life. But you guys, I don't need to go far. Like I can mention Gary Vaynerchuk, a successful entrepreneur. I can mention Albert Einstein, who ended up being a physicist against all odds, right? All of these people were considered stupid, right? So we need to change the attitude towards failure, right? And help people lead themselves through failure. So stop making it a taboo and saying, oh yeah, if you fail your exams, this and that, this and that. Your life is not over because you didn't get into college, right? Your life is not over because you failed your exam. Your life is not over because you didn't get the grade that you wanted to, right? So this is the kind of things that I'm advocating for to actually happen in the school setting, right? And now I guess we're just going to move into the last part and I'm going to give you guys a few tips or at least um, ideas on if you want to start impacting your society, what you might want to do. Um, just start to journal, to be honest, right? And be be aware of your surroundings. What I mean by this is that you only realize how how broad the idea of entrepreneurship is when you literally look around you, right? You're probably watching this right now, uh, sorry, listening to this, and you're in a building, right? So think about it, right? For that person to have, for you to be in that building right now, someone had the idea, actually, you know what? Like thousands of years ago, someone had the idea that, you know what, human beings are getting rained on, so I'm going to invent the roof right? Adding value to your community, right? And then from there, it developed into, you know what, actually, people need a house, somewhere that, where they can use the bathroom, they can cook, somewhere they can raise their kids, somewhere where there's a living room, all these different things. And then from that house, people realized, actually, you know what, we need a plumbing system, right? And you start to realize that a lot of the world around us, if not everything around us, is built upon an entrepreneurial mindset, the microphone that I'm using right now, someone saw a need and said, okay, you know what? People who are doing podcasts, people who um, are singing, for example, need a cheap microphone that they can use because they might not be too serious about it and they just want to try it out, right? Then all of a sudden, someone decided, actually, let's get the microphone. The laptop that I'm using right now was an idea in someone's head. So you need to be aware of your surroundings. Look around and ask yourself, and listen to your friends or when your family or some stranger, when they say, I wish this could have happened. That is your opportunity. Where society feels people, entrepreneurship finds a solution to remedy that failure. And this doesn't just have to be a, 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 in relation to business or money. You could literally just be like, actually, you know what? I feel like getting people good access to mental health care is something that's difficult, right? So you ask yourself, what exactly am I going to do about this, right? You you look at yourself and you say, I'm going to start a non-governmental organization, right? An NGO, we're gonna get people to come in and we're gonna have some, uh, some workshops on mental health, right? So what happens here? From there, you've started your business or um, sorry, your social, your social entrepreneurship venture, right? You think about it, it slowly becomes something and before you know it, right, you're actually starting to impact society, right? So I appreciate that some people might not actually want 
to be the people who start the businesses. For them, it's too much pressure. But my advice to you is just to try. I mean, you you never know what's going to happen. You don't know if it's, you're going to like it or not. And more often than not, you can monetize your passions. If you're passionate about having a business on photography, go for it. If you're passionate about fashion, go for it. I know someone who was dealing with the fact that they don't see enough African fashion in the stores. And she started her own store. She's actually opened her own store in Ghana at the moment. And that was her solution. And that's how she's giving back to society. So my question to you before I head offline is you need to question yourself and ask yourself, what am I willing to give to society? And if you feel like you're stuck on that question, that's totally cool. Just ask yourself, what is the value that you're adding to society and note it down in your notebook, right? So get out a pen, get out a paper, note down the problems. And the moment that you start to do that, you practice that every single day, then I guarantee you that you're actually going to have a a more self-aware life. That's one. Two, you're going to have a more balanced society because if the youth is constantly doing that, it's like machines just solving problems, right? After all, that's what our brains are there for, right? They're problem-solving machines. And you also get a more empathetic society because for you to see a problem and give a viable solution, you need to have empathy. So... Without further ado, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I just want to thank you guys for coming on, especially to the one one listener that we had today. Um, if you guys have any questions, as usual, just hit me up on social media or you can just comment down below. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Pariah Nation and I'll catch you guys next week.